Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are two wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you, August 27th, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Friday morning. We did it, folks. It's Friday. Woo! Even more importantly, we made it. College football is back. Is there a game tonight? No, but today is our final day without having football. So we did it. One final 24 hours to get through. I guess kickoff, big noon Saturday is um, to carry the moon, 30 hours away from right now. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. Brett Bielma, Scott be, Frost, going to be, be beautiful football. No, they start at one. Uh, it's even big though. noon central time. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Big noon Saturday, except only for these few states. Justin, how are you? I'm good. I uh, got a little bit of sleep last night after staying up a little later than I should have doing game notes. A little last minute preparation for tonight, but I'm good. It's Friday. It's big, big night for Justin. He he will be on the call. Manual Floyd Central on Big X Sports Radio. That's right. And you're excited about this one. I am excited about it. Yeah, digging into Manuel last night. I really didn't know what to expect out of them, but then Nick told me about Juwan Northington, so I was looking him up. Dude seems like just an absolute monster, so excited to watch him play. Yeah, yeah. and and you get to uh, have the honor of calling the the Ryan brothers. That's right. Out there First, for the, the Crimson. Yeah, we uh, when I was talking to Dugan this week about which game we should cover, I had actually hit him with another game, and then he came back with, well, how about we do Floyd Central Manual? It'd mean a lot to me. And I was like, well, well, what's the reasoning behind that? I obviously know he's a Floyd Central grad. Didn't know his voice played there. So he hits me back with, we've, we've called hundreds of games on this station, said thousands of names, never have said my own boy's name. So I texted him back, and I was like, well, that settles it. That's the game we're doing. Yeah. Oh, that's, man, this that's... is the, the Dugan Bowl. His alma yep. mater versus his kids. Yep. So, but I guess he's going to be the big winner no matter what tonight. So right? naturally, naturally, I have to have him on during halftime, and I'm hoping he'll stick around, do a couple series with me in the third quarter as well. So yeah. make sure you tune in. Yeah, that that should be a lot of fun. Look forward to that. That's a cool story. They Floyd Central needs to honor him at halftime. I agree. Have him put a put a basketball goal out there and see if he can dunk. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and have you come along as well, and we can just put it all to bed. Oh yeah, I'll touch the rim too. There yeah, we go. That oh, sounds, d- double whammy. That sounds that sounds good. I unfortunately have plans. No big deal. A fantasy oh. football draft number one tonight. Wow. Oof. Good luck. Wow. And Sounds rough like and fun. rowdy. Uh, kind of excited about it. I, and we're getting to see a, a buddy's new house as well. So that's that's pretty cool. But yeah, it's gonna be gonna be draft time. I've done, I said it yesterday. I've done a ton of mock drafts here, so I I feel I feel pretty good heading into it but uh yeah there, there's nothing like a good fantasy draft with pals hey so speaking of all your mock drafts i meant to ask you this last night but where is Najee harris been going roughly in those drafts 
Uh, I can't say for certain. I don't think I've drafted him at all, but it seems like I could be mistaken about this. Seems like fourth this round. Okay. That's all I need to know. Maybe third, <laughs> maybe, maybe third, but yeah, don't hold me to that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, he could, he could probably be a first rounder. So, I mean, he is that good. He's going to be a stud, uh, T's and P's to Benny Snell. Uh, but Terry, I do have to say that I, I do not have a in-person fantasy draft on the docket. And I, I almost, I was tempted to text my, some of my buds last night. We're not big. Like we're just more of gambling folks. But I was kind of like, hey, guys, do y'all want to do a fantasy football league just so we can have a draft? Because that's really all I want is just to get together, drink a lot of beers, and talk football. Well, the way the way it actually works, this is true about fantasy leagues. And I've got my one fantasy league is going on, I think, 17 or 18 years. And then the other one is like five or six, which is not, uh, it's not too shabby in its own right. But it, it's – instantly after the draft and you may not know it instantly you may have to wait a few weeks to do it and and you can do the old song and dance if you want to but generally after the draft you kind of know did i just throw away x amount of money for a good time with my friends or not It, it it is easily the most substantial part of a fantasy league and you are right that it's probably 75 percent of the fun unless you have a team that you think maybe can can win it all, in which case just the, the journey of the season's a good time too. Still not as fun as the draft itself. So yeah, I totally agree. If that's the if if you're if you're in a league that you you have with good friends and you're not doing something, doesn't have to be anything huge, but if you're not at least getting together for it, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, and that's the the bummer with the the league that I've been in for like you know, I don't know, five, six years now, is that when we were in the Lexington, Louisville area, you know, we'd play golf in the morning and then draft after a round of golf. It was a great full day. Uh, Um, But then, you know, one guy lives in California, another in Colorado, like, you know, everybody's spread out now. So it's not, you know, and you can get some of them together, but it's not quite the same. Uh, Either way, it's, that does make a significant difference in how much I care because I'm one of those guys too that once I pick my team, I'm not I'm not doing anything with it. I might pick up some free agents oh. um, to set my lineups, but I have probably I could in in all of my years of playing fantasy football dating back to high school, I could probably count the amount of trades I've made on two hands. Why is that? Because it seems like I mean to be honest, seventy percent of fantasy football users are like you. Because for me, I know, like, I, I'm, I'm never in more than a 10-team league. So a lot of it, like, I know I have good players. Like, That's it's true. just a matter of setting the right lineup. Um, especially when you get, like, your receiver or flex, like, your, your second receiver, your flex guy. Because, really, it's just, like, rolling the dice on which one's going to have a big week. Uh, if, if you're not an idiot, you're, you're going to have a enough players that can win you the game it's just picking the right guy on a certain week so that's why i normally don't mess with it because i feel like well if i get rid of this guy now he's just going to be awesome next week and i'm going to have you know bar traders remorse and i i hate traders remorse speaking of idiots and tj i think that's why nobody makes trades because everybody offers these freaking idiotic trades i mean they they'll give you i can't even think of a great example but in every league i've ever been in 
they just offer the most ludicrous trades oh. possible. And it's like, I'm, I'm not taking that. That's so stupid. That doesn't benefit me at all. And everybody well, does it. Especially like three players from one because you can't, it makes no sense on a fantasy team. You right. Then you got to drop two. Yeah. And like, it's it like, I like no my squad. I don't want to drop two because you just want one. <laughs> no. Justin, every league has, every committed league, I should say, does have that guy who is Absolutely. just consistent with trades. They're BS trades. You don't even, you, you get, you don't, and I'm somebody that almost like, I, I have this policy. If you offer me a trade, you're going to get a counter out of it. That, but even in some of these leagues, there may be one one person that just takes it a little too far. Shout out to to Cody if he's listening on this lovely Friday morning. Do but, you hit Cody back with just an equally crazy one? Yeah, on your rebuttal. Yeah, normally. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but and Roush, that's a good point about the ten team league because at 10 teams you should it should just be am I playing the right players because you should at least have a, a lot of talented players but I have a philosophy in fantasy football that like I'm I'm not going down without a fight so if my team stinks or if I start out 0-4 and, and I and to be honest in years past I probably panic a little too early but like I don't care if at the surface it may look like I'm getting the, the, the bad end of a trade. If I'm 0-4 and and 0-5, it's like, what do I have to lose? I need to switch something up and try to figure figure something else out. Uh, so I'm definitely the, the type of – and gosh, what, the league that's 17 or 18, however long, however many years it's been, we, it was a keeper league for about six or seven of those years. And when you go in desperation mode in a keeper league, you could really be shooting yourself in the, in the foot – so I ended up with keepers like Joyk Bell, if you remember him from the oh, Lions. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. I had like Greg Olson as a keeper for a long time. And Greg Olson, super consistent and reliable. And I think all things considered, ended up not being the worst keeper, but actually ended up probably being middle of the pack in terms of keepers. But still, you don't want to keep Greg Olson for multiple years. So I go. I don't, I don't allow myself to just lose without me trying to make some moves. You seem more content just uh, keeping to yourself. Yeah, I mean, I, I get when you reach that point in the season where it's, you know, uh, you know, nut up or shut up kind of time. So I understand. Uh, but I will. Uh, man, I cannot believe we've actually lasted this long talking about fantasy football. Well, we're talking more about like drafts and like yeah, people and, and like and, and stereotyping people in leagues. I think this is fair. And I'm not and only it's draft, and it's draft season, too. I'm excited. Not only fantasy talk, but like healthy fantasy talk. Yeah, we're not, not like not talking. We're not like talking specific players. players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not like we look really for this sleeper in the sixth round. Although Justin did bring up, you know, Najee. Harris. I was just curious. That was just in passing. That's fine. Yeah, I was. I I, I was okay with it. But uh, do well. I, maybe I don't know if you all do, but one of my leagues last place has to bring the keg. Um, although, like, as we get older, do you need a whole keg anymore. Where we were really. <laughs> I think out, two out of the last three years, we haven't floated it, but we've been close. And it is just kind of easy to and less messy to just have a keg and kind of also, well, um, it just, it's, well, it's nice to have. The, the thing about a keg, too, is it, there really is only certain occasions where you could even have the possibility of having one. So, like, you got to keep it alive. Like, you got, you have to. You know? Yeah, and that's another part of it too. I'm sure that plays a role in it. And we 
we certainly do our darndest. In this new in this new newer league, last place has to bring the wings. We we don't have like a Waffle House punishment or anything over the top that you see written about left and right these days. But I think both those things are fair. One loser has to bring the beer for mm-hmm. the rest of the league. Bada boom, bada bing. We make also if you didn't make the playoffs, eight out of twelve teams make the playoffs. For the four people who don't, they have to pay. They have to they have to bring the food and pay for it one way or another. I am. I like a lot. Has to bring. I like a lot of these. I'm going to try to implement them into a couple of my leagues. So basically, the thought process is one, like, hey, don't come in last place, you loser. And secondly, only a couple people are going to win money, or maybe three if you do points, depending on how your payout structure is in your leagues. So only a few people in the league are going to win money. But hey, guess what? Here's a perk: if you make the playoffs, you're eating and drinking for free on draft night, which is. Uh, as we get older, probably one of the top five, ten nights of the year for us old, boring people that have nothing else going on in our life. So yeah, it's a nice little, it's a nice little perk. And then in this other new one, it's just wings. But you know, you got to bring 30, 40, 50 wings enough for everybody to eat, and they get to pick the wings too. So a little fun creativity that goes into it there. So we'll be eating I, I wings would tonight. No idea from where. I would purposely not label the wings, you know. So it's almost like a Russian roulette. <laughs> I get yeah, that's actually a pretty pretty fun did idea. You, did yeah. you ever try this was a thing over the summer and my brother and sister-in-law brought him with us on our uh vacation to scenic northern Indiana, but they they had a Doritos roulette bag where it was you just put your hand in the bag and you would either get like a regular nacho cheese Dorito or you would get a spicy one. And Unlike the regular spicy nachos, th- these were actually pretty fiery. Like yeah, they, they they'd light you up. Could you know? Did you know which one it was before you put it into your mouth, or no, was it just no? I, I mean, you put it in. It was either going to be hot or it was going to be a delicious Dorito. It, it's one of those things that, like, you could kind of figure it out after eating them for a while. You're like, okay, this has a little bit more of the Doritos powder on it, so I think this is a spicy one, but I'm still not sure. So it was. It really was. They they made them look pretty close to identical, and that 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 was a fun game. Yeah, that sounds like uh, more more brands should do that. Just hey, open a. Uh, you don't know exactly what you're gonna get. Because for what it's worth, within some limits. For what it's worth, I was at a gas station yesterday, and Doritos have gotten out of control. So many flavors. <laughs> they have heard about some of the flavors. out of control. Yeah, they, they really have. Um, yeah, I don't have a big fantasy draft tonight, but I do have a birthday dinner with a friend, and then I'm going to a comedy show. So very excited for that. Wow, that does sound kind of fun. Don't do okay, don't I mean, do the stand up very often. I lo- actually, I, lo- I think I've only done one. I think I've only done one stand up show ever, and that was uh, Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally at the uh, Palace. Hey, I installed them. Yeah, that was fun. Did we know that at the time that we were both there? Probably not. I think I hated you then. Why did you hate me? Oh, I just did. Jeez, Ralph. Uh, just kidding. No, I don't think I, I don't think you are. Uh, just kidding. Yeah, just a yeah, nice. I, I don't. I don't think you are. Nice, lighthearted joke. I did wake up feeling. You know, some of those mornings you wake up before your alarm and you're actually wide awake. I had that today. I got a little extra pep in my step. We got Duke a new uh, basketball goal. Got him his own little tykes. The it, it was my favorite toy as a kid. We still have one in my parents' basement. We got one at my house. He woke up this morning, hit his first three shots, so it's going to be a great day. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, just be like, no no diaper change till you go five of five from the line, Duke. <laughs> it's all about the follow-through. <laughs> I guess in his case, until you take five charges. 
<laughs> Second, buddy. Has he been flopping around the house just getting ready for his basketball future? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's been watching his old man at the Sunday pickup league take charges. So, yeah, I bet he's uh, it's in the it's in the genes. One Michael Scott may say. All right, a fun fantasy talk. It, I, I'm pumped up. It's draft season. Roush is right. It's it's easily the the best and most fun part of a fantasy league. So best of luck to everybody that's drafting NFL season 13 days away. If I'm not mistaken, Kentucky football, eight days away, which is very mm-hmm. exciting. Uh, Roush, the big dog speaking yesterday. He's got me pumped Man. up to buy. He's got me pumped up to buy even Ooh. more season tickets. Uh, and, by the, and speaking of season tickets, you, you had the scoop there. We'll get to the big dog in a moment, but you, you, you followed the KRC request to get the season ticket numbers. And what did you find out? We got them. And they are about not exactly the same as the last full season in 2019, but they're awfully close. Uh, Kentucky has sold 32,200 season tickets. It's only about 1,000 lower than the number in 2019. All in all, a 4% dip, uh, which is considering that we didn't really know what the stadium protocols were going to be. I'd say that's a uh, a pretty good number. Uh, I, I I would even a, a really good number. I think Kentucky's pretty pleased with that. Yeah, I I would at first it you know I do I wish it was more. I think you obviously wish it'd be sold out. If uh, you wish there'd be a wait list, if like the Green Bay Packers, if if that was a possibility. But that's not the that's not the way it's going to work, and it's not realistic, especially in a in a post or current pandemic world that we're living in and to be you got to think about it there was 2019 you're coming off the best season in a lot of people's lifetime for uk football in 2018 and momentum was riding high expectations were solid for the 2019 season a lot of folks thought that was going to be uh just building on the on the success of 2018 and boom you have a pandemic a pandemic season that you were just kind of ho-hum in all things considered not 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 bad, but not great. And the pandemic's not over. So I think you're right, Roush, to kind of to to spin this as a positive because I actually think that it probably is. And now that they've mentioned their procedures, you could theoretically have a few people drop that maybe were hoping for vaccine mandates or 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 mm-hmm. just not feeling comfortable with the current numbers, which is totally their right to have that opinion and, and to to not go. And you may have some people say, you know what, I was worried that they may do X, Y, and Z. I was holding off on season tickets. Now that we know what it looks like, I'm going to I'm going to purchase. I'm going to take the dive and and get these season tickets. So I would that number is only going to go up, especially if you continue to hear the big dog Wolf Wolf talk about the offense. But uh, that that's a good point. I, I think that number is is pretty solid, all things considered. Yeah, and they actually sold more of the three game mini packs this year around than there's 1600 sold last 2019 there was i think only 1200 so uh and 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 if i was going to be a buyer that would probably be the way i would go because you get tickets to you know you you can go to the season open you can go to the first two games and get one of those dates in october booked with a chance to buy single game tickets elsewhere so um more people are buying those It, it makes sense and um, yeah, I'd say all in all, uh, UK's got to be decently pleased with with where they're at. I still don't think that opening game crowd's gonna be gonna be that that great. I'm a little worried yeah, about that one. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's part of the 
you know, some people just, that's how they, they, it's Labor Day weekend. You know, a lot of people are going to take out their boat for the final time and they'll probably have Tom Leach on the radio while they're out on the lake. Um, but for me, it's my first time to go, like, I'm going to go watch the football team. You know, I, I don't care if they beat him by a thousand. I want to see him win by a thousand. Uh, and the thing is, too, I think if you look at that Saturday slate, you aren't really missing much in that noon hour. I know there's a lot of really good games on that opening weekend, but when I, I've, I've got it pulled up now, like that noon hour is, uh, it's not a whole lot there. I mean, Oklahoma Tulane. Penn State, Wisconsin, you got that's your big noon Saturday. But other than that, you aren't really you aren't missing much. I guess, oh, I'll yeah, no, you aren't missing much in that noon hour. So I would be at that game in there like swimwear, watch the cats win a blowout, leave after the third quarter, go home and watch the, the rest of the games. Uh, oh, it uh, I, I I cannot wait. I'm I'm so uh I'm so pumped up. And I always am a uh, fan and always talk about in certain circumstances listening to Leach on the radio, but folks, this is a brand new this is a brand new offense. You got to see We've seen it before. Yeah. yeah. We got we have literally never seen this. We did not get a spring game. We uh, you got to see there there's some fans and some media that got to see some parts of open practices, but we need to see this against an opponent that has no clue what to expect. I have no clue, well, I have an idea what to expect, but it's Kentucky's offense has some weapons, weapons, folks, and it's going to uh, it's going to be something you're going to want to see. That doesn't mean, I guess, necessarily you have to be in person for it, but it's going to feel good to be able to to hear yeah. the pads popping, take in the sights, the smells that are a mm. catter day at the Krogue. Man, it's going to smell great. Can't wait. <laughs> I, I just I, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to associate another smell with Lexington besides peanut butter. I didn't get that whiff that often. It always was say around, that. It's always around this time of year too. It was always like the 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 end of the summer is when you smelled the peanut butter the most. Wait, what? Why? Oh, uh, the, Justin, Jif peanut butter. It was started in Lexington by and William it, T. Young, and they have a factory there. Oh, that okay. Is, uh, kind I of in no the idea. center of town. You learn something every day. Yeah. The library is named after Willie. It's Willie T. Library because he made a ton of money selling that peanut butter. Willie T. Peanut Butter. Ah. Not a big peanut butter guy, but the smell was phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, there's way worse smells to have, for sure. I've had to, like, I'm, I'm trying to eat healthier, like, with, like, fruits and vegetables and stuff. So I've backed off my peanut butter game, and I don't, I don't like it. What? Isn't peanut, peanut butter delicious? It's just fattening, you know? I thought they were, like, made good peanut butter nowadays. I mean, they do, but even then, there's a lot of. I mean, yes, it has protein in it, but there's just a lot of fat. It's it's you know, it's fatty food. Gotcha. Yeah, that's why I've stayed away from it all these years. Oh, that, that's what it is. Yeah, that's uh, what it is. We got to get to Vince Merrill, but um, there are some other big things happening today. Uh, Dino Gaudio, his sentencing hearing is happening. Oh yeah. So we'll we'll I, I don't know what exactly we'll find out, but we'll find out something. Uh, and we also, if you're staying in, don't have anything to do tonight, the Kentucky football commits playing on TV. Uh, Andre oh, yeah? Stewart in North Cobb, they'll be playing Milton, Georgia tonight at 7 p.m. on ESPN2. But make sure you have that on mute and have the big X on. There we go. Against that's the a, Highlanders. Yeah, that's that's a good point there. 
Justin. Uh, Roush, many people are saying, are you saying that high school football is not real football based on your tweet? I mean, you can't watch it on TV. Uh, what I thought that we were watching a UK commit. Well, exactly. It's over today. We can watch them oh, on TV. Okay, gotcha. Hey, keep keep Joe Calamezzo's gotcha girls <laughs> in the back room. You're getting me today, Walker. Uh, Saint X takes on Central, if I'm not mistaken, tonight. So yeah. uh, that that should be that should be a nice win for for the old Tigers. All right, let's go to a break. We'll come back. We'll talk more football. Plenty to get to with other happenings from yesterday. Things to look forward to for this weekend. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. DJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll be right back. When Clay Travis is talking about a subject that he's passionate about, it's entertaining. I don't always agree with him, but it's entertaining because he's smart. He knows what he's talking about, and and he cares about the subject. He does not care about college basketball. He never has. He never will. So when he talks college basketball, you're better off just listening to your grandma's fart. Was that a fart? I don't know. I can taste it. On my tongue. Okay, I, I'll be honest with you, I did fart. Is that onion? Onion and onion and ketchup. That just had to be the longest rejoin of all time, whatever yeah, whatever it was. So, somebody's gotta fill me in. Yeah, what the hell, Justin? Suck it, Trevor. Roush, remember that like one show we got to hear that stuff, and we don't really ever know why we did, and it never came back again? That was cool. For for what it's worth, it was Clay Travis' grandma fart. Oh. What? Yeah. I don't, remember, I don't remember that one being especially long. but uh, the, the actual fart part in it is quite, quite intense. <laughs> hmm. it's, a, it's, a long, it's a long one. It's a long one. Okay. Yeah. Right. Kind of stretches uh, out. A little any, couple extra at the end. Any comment on why we at one point were able to hear that for like a day and not anymore? I'm not sure. I'm going to have to look back into that because that was really cool. That was a good that was a good time. We we did a good time. Yeah. We, we did enjoy that. All right, you're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports. 961 FM, fourteen fifty AM. You've only got a few more days up until the end of this weekend, the Genesis Diamonds, to save twenty percent on any GIA certified diamond. That's right. Any GIA certified diamond at any price inside the walls of Genesis Diamonds are gonna be twenty percent off. Trust me, you would want to save that kind of cash. Go check them out. They're great. They're friendly. They know what they're doing, and you're going to have a pleasant buying experience. They're on Shelbyville Road next to Trader Joe's. That's Genesis Diamonds. 20% off up until this weekend, and then it's gone. Roush? Terry? Sounds like this uh, this offense is is tough to defend. I know the, 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 the big dog, Wolf, he will always be a little right. – hyperbolic to to some extent and, oh, and great salesman yeah he's, he's a hype man and I, I don't have any issues with that but 
kind of checks out what he's saying, or at least it should. I guess the only thing is, you know, can Will Levis actually get the ball in game situations to the spots that they need that they need to go to? But he, Josh Ali, Wandell, Wandell spoke yesterday. He was he, he he was hyping up the offense and even had some nice things to say about the defense. I'm just I, I I'm getting it's that point in the summer where it's just like you add an extra win to your season prediction. It's like you don't know if you actually even oh, feel that way. Yeah, yeah. You're so you're so amped up and you're so ready for the season that it just magically kind of appears. A boom, I actually think we're going to win 10 games now instead of 9 games. I'm at that point of the season. I'm pumped up, I'm hyped up. I don't know what to do with my hands. Well, and especially because normally we get some sort of boring, we're going to say nothing kind of quotes. And Vince came in and just we we put it on a tee and he just smashed that golf ball down the fairway. So I uh, I, I appreciate that he he gave us a few things to get excited about. I bet he said excited fifteen times during this press conference. But we can peru like we we can weed through some of his hype to get legitimate takeaways. Um, the my favorite thing he said was when he was asked about smoke if he was out there. And he's like, oh, yeah, he was out here. Um, I think he can smell that game coming around next week. <laughs> but essentially, he's like, you know, he didn't say that you can't make the club in the tub. But essentially, it was he said, we got a lot of good running backs. And you better get in there or somebody may take your spot. So um, Smoke yep. has been out there as of late, uh, e- even though he didn't miss maybe a, a week or 10 days or so early on in preseason practice. That was a pretty blunt quote, and and there's been a few of them regarding smoke, which is kind of a bummer. Like, you know, there was a point, maybe maybe the consensus was was different, but I, I do think that there were a lot of fans that were like, all right, between smoke and Rodriguez, who's gonna who's gonna be the future at the UK running back position? And we weren't really really sure for a few games or half a season who was going to be and then Rodriguez just kind of started to to outwork him and and look better and I watched some Mm -hmm. YouTube Chris Rodriguez highlights yesterday on the old Pelotron oh man that's a great way to ride faster and I was watching the beginning of the highlights and it was just the 2020 season and I'm watching the beginning of the highlights and I'm like I, he, he's such a he's so good at finding the hole, kind of using that burst to 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 find what the big blue wall's giving him, execute it, and then get eight yards or seven yards. But there wasn't a ton of breakaways. But as the season went on, the, the he he had more of them and had one I think uh, against Vanderbilt had a really long one, had a long one against South Carolina. So he can he can break away from defenses. I, I don't think he. He's the fastest running back Kentucky's ever had, but I also think he'd make Benny Snell look a little slow, to be honest with you. So, uh, but he's got that power as well, so he can run over people. He he really is kind of a, a dual threat running back, if you will, somebody that can can sidestep you or just plow right through you. Right. And he was dominant near the end of that season last year, Roush. No, no, he definitely was. And you know, you go back to I, I think the key word you said there was outwork, and you know that's. Yes. That's what Benny had to do. And he, I mean, he ended up splitting carries with Boom, but by the end of it, he outworked him and got the, became the bell cow. And I think that's what you're going to see with Rodriguez this year. Um, And that's the crazy thing is like, we would have never, you know, we were talking highly of Boom 
boom, I think yesterday or two days ago. Like, there was a point where you never thought, like, all right, boom, you are the running back. Let's get you 25 carries a game. You would have never thought that Benny could have ever really even gotten into the conversation, let alone eventually kind of be the better of the two options. So it, that is, you, it, it's not it's not just what you do on Saturday. It's, it's what you do 12 months of the year. And what I really like, too, there was another – there was another quote in there about hard work when he was asked about Cedric Dort, who got his job taken by Kelvin Joseph uh, because he, I mean, he started in 2019, got his job taken, still played a decent amount last year uh, as really UK's third cornerback. And now he's, he's, he's going to be a starter again. And um, man, this is one of my favorite quotes Vince has ever said. This ain't no charity, <laughs> but it, it he went on to say, like, you know, this is kind of we, we have a lot of depth and particularly at defensive back. There's a lot of talent there and you can still like Chris Westry. He used Chris Westry as an example of you can lose your job, but it doesn't mean football's over for you. Uh, you can keep fighting and calling. It didn't work for him in Dallas, but Chris Westry has beat somebody out to be a starter or not a starter, but he's beat somebody out to be a member of the Ravens 53-man roster. There was a guy they thought would be in that spot. Westry beat him out, so they traded him to the Patriots. Uh, and so I, I I like that they've, you know, as much questions that we as we got about the culture in the last, you know, two weeks or so, it still really is about this. The guys who work the hardest, the fruits of their labor will show on Saturdays. Yeah, yeah, that's that's generally how uh, it should work, and and it's always better to have more options. And Vince also mentioned that he's like, this isn't like I think he was talking about smoke in that regard, but like this isn't Kentucky eight years ago. Just because you're on the roster doesn't mean you're going to get playing time because you were, you know, somebody that we really wanted on the recruiting trail. You got to go out there and you got to earn it, and and that's the that's the hard part also for smoke. You wonder how much maybe it was just seeing Rodriguez just really come into his own. He had that really nice game against Ole Miss, second game of the season. But really, it wasn't until the end of the season that he started to look like the dominant back that I'm picturing him being heading into this season. And it makes sense to look at his most recent games to say, all right, this is what you were. What can you be heading into 2021? And, folks, he finished with 84 yards against a tough NC State defensive line, really a tough front seven. And two touchdowns. Found the end zone twice in that game against NC State in the bowl game. He ran all over South Carolina, 139 yards on 14 carries, folks. Uh, an average of a first down per carry. And he found the end zone three times in that game. Three times in that one. And then Vanderbilt, a game that was probably closer than it actually should have been. Fewer carries than South Carolina, but more yards. 13 carries for 149 yards for an average of just under 12 yards per carry. He found the end zone twice in, in that game, and you wish he could have found the end zone against Georgia because that game could have been different, but still an average of five-point yards per carry. So every two carries, he was averaging a first down against Georgia, and he rushed for 108 yards. So uh, those were his last four games as the season concluded. That's what he's building off of heading into this game. And yes, South Carolina and Vanderbilt did not have the best defenses, and they certainly didn't have the best teams. 
But guess what? This isn't an all-SEC schedule this upcoming season. UK is going to play against bad teams, and they're going to play against bad defenses. And I cannot wait to see the type of numbers Rodriguez could put up if Kentucky just feels like letting him put up an insane amount of numbers. The only issue is you actually have a lot of fun options on offense this year, so Chris Rodriguez's numbers could potentially be worse. But I, I, I don't know how you just – can't start getting super pumped up for a dude that was rushing all over the last four defenses. And even if you want to say that South Carolina and Bandy weren't great, NC State and Georgia were great. And he rushed for uh, just short, shy of 200 yards and two touchdowns if you combine his numbers for the two of those games. So, uh, Roush, he can do it against bad defenses. He can do it against good defenses. And now you get a really experienced, maybe the best offensive line Kentucky football has had in the Mark Stoops era, maybe in the history of Kentucky football with a running back that was statistically as good just about as anybody to end last season, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. And you also have to consider, too, that A.J. Rose was having one of the best games of his career in that NC State game and ended up getting, you know, <laughs> Vince rewarded him for that. And he that's why he led him in rushing yards rather than Rodriguez. But, hey, Chris knows how to punch it in. So, uh, man, I'm just – it's exciting. That's a really uh, that's a, that's another good point. I should have said that during my my TED talk there. That I think that, he had like 140 yards or something like that. Yeah, you don't have AJ Rose to even split carries with, and yes, mm-hmm. maybe McClay. Like I I think Stoops is and and, and Cohen are going to be smart about not overworking Rodriguez and and hoping you know you got to you got to keep him healthy. You got to have him in the big games, and you got plenty of other options at running back to to share the carries. But I I think against. With the exception of maybe four to five teams, I think if Kentucky wanted Rodriguez to get 200 yards a game, he he would do it. They could do it easily. With the exception of maybe yeah, yeah, but, four to five teams. Yeah, and I think, like I, I know that might sound ludicrous, but I think he's that good. I think their running game is going to be that good, but they're still going to want to do some things to get it balanced, and also not to just you know, wear them down. You know, you, you don't want to drive your workhorse into the dirt either. So, uh, yeah. And they, and they won't do that. I'm just saying with the offensive line and, and the way that they, the way that he looked against kind of inferior defenses or at least front sevens, he, he just rushed all over them and, and he could do it again this year. Uh, now I would like to see him build on his 2020 reception total, which yeah. was one. Yeah. And, uh, if, if that first scrimmage is any indication, it wasn't first scrimmage. It was just the fan day thing. I mean, the first 11-on-11 11 11 play was a pass to Rodriguez and <laughs> not a run. So uh, that's definitely going to be in the arsenal. Uh, there's a there's a few different things, you know. I, I'm not going to get too deep into the weeds with that offense. But, like, th- there's things we're going to see this year that we're not used to. And I think that's part of what led to – this quote from Vince Merrow, you know, he talked about how he really likes Will Levis's arm strength. That was a point of, uh, that, that was a big talking point amongst all the players yesterday. Is they just they really like the way he throws a football. Uh, but the thing that I I have noticed that I, I guess it never crossed my mind to ask, but Vince was like, you know, Mark. Somebody asked him like, Mark looks a little bit more relaxed than normal. Is is there anything to that? And he said, Vince said, I think when coaches relax, they know they got a pretty good team. He said, you know, we still got to go out and play and win games, but I think he's comfortable. 
with the coaches he has around him and the new guys coming in that he really likes his team. So I, that's it's a good sign, folks. It's a really good sign. Yeah, I you know like I, I was I, I was waiting for somebody to be like, well, maybe he's just enjoying the the single life, but <laughs> didn't, but didn't no, see. like that that also could be a cause to be more relaxed. Well, that is definitely is. Yeah, but like <laughs> I'm Justin over here, Mr. Single Man. But the, I, there's something to that though, where there's been some moment like I go back to that first week when I was like, Oh gosh, Stoops is talking to us unexpectedly. Probably bad news. But no, he just wanted to talk about his team. I, I do think he he genuinely believes that this team is is one of the better ones he's he's fielded. And also maybe being single has a role in that as well. Either or. Or both. I forgot that me and him had that in common. I might have to side with him a little more from here on out. You may want to hit the town with him, Justin. Yeah, we we can be single bros. You can go to all you can eat crab legs. I mean, I am looking for a woman more his age, so could work out. (laughs) I will say, though, you're not I don't I don't picture you as much of a bourbon guy. You know, I'm, I'm a pretty big bourbon guy. That seems a little disrespectful, Nick. I don't think you're as big of a bourbon guy as Mark Stoops. Justin, I, don't take, no, don't take I absolutely that not. Don't take that from him. I mean, I'm he not. I'm know. not even. Know. It's true, but I'm not even as big of a bourbon guy as you, Nick. So, oh, exactly. I, I, I yeah. like a good bourbon. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Friday. I'm going to take it from him. There we go. Uh, th- there was some actually, some good news too. Uh, a little old scoop roush yesterday. Uh, Jacquez Jones went back to practice. Woohoo! So yeah, you were, were kind of like winking at that on the show the other day. You were like, no, but they said that he thinks that he's going to be good. And I was kind of playing devil's advocate, a little worry Wilson, if you will. And, and, and you, but you, you seemed like maybe you had, you had the inside track on this one. I did, actually, obviously. I actually didn't know anything at the time. Oh, just, okay. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if I knew something at the time that he was practicing, I would have just shared it. <laughs> it seemed like you were like hinting at it. Like, he, or at least you were optimistic that he was going to play. Yeah, yeah, I was at least optimistic. It's good that he came back this week, though, just to get some some more live reps under his belt. Uh, you know, we've heard a lot of really good things about Trevin Wallace, uh, and I, I do think that, that one of the unintended consequences of Jones' absence is that Wallace has gotten more reps with the first team, but you still like to have the guy out there who's played. He, he's essentially been a three-year starter. Uh, I know he didn't get – that wasn't always the case in his first year, but he's played a ton of football, and you want that experience in the lineup and comfortable in your alignments and assignments by the time Missouri rolls around. So um, I, I'm sure they'll be splitting a lot of reps in that Louisiana Monroe, but good good to hear that he was able to make it back out to practice this week. All about the depth. Just uh, I love that you have several different options many of which you feel good about, solid about, and uh, it's just it's going to be a long eight days. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. Luckily, we'll have football to actually see on TV to, to get us there. We'll be able to listen to the smooth tones of Justin Kalen on Big Exports Radio calling high school football tonight. Right. Who, does, who, does, who do the Colts have? Oh, man, great question. Oh, huh. What an alum guy, alumni. Yeah. Uh, hey, the sales board of trustees. Do you really want this? Yeah, this no kidding. On the board? Doesn't even know the schedule. 
Doesn't even know the team. No, to the most don't. profitable school, sport. Yeah, I, I don't know the schedule. It, it happens. Um, nope, never happens, ever. They play at North Harden, so... Could get a little hairy. Is... <laughs> Why could that get a little hairy? Because North Harden, they they put out a but I, I don't they have one kid, they have an offensive tackle who's got an offer from UK that's a junior. But like they've put out a lot of college division one power five talent the last few years. Um yeah. so uh and they they it was uh they were leading seven nothing in the second half against Central Harden ended up losing that game last week. But you know. Hey, go Colts. Oh, the sales lost last week? Yeah. Yeah. They oh, lose. heavens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's gonna be uh you know, we were it's a it's a it's a build rebuilding year. It's you a know, bridge. Year. New, yeah, yeah, got an interim coach, you know. It's 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 gonna be a climb, but hey, we're gonna be there supporting him. Not this week and probably not next week either, but we will be supporting <laughs> them at some point this season. I had forgotten about the interim coach. I was gonna say it's tough to win games without a coach. That would be that would be difficult. Uh, yes. that and you know who the interim coach is? Who's that? It's our old coach, Terry. Oh yeah, Wes Rogers. Yeah. I... Yeah, Justin. This guy, he actually coached Terry in grade school and then coached me in high school. So uh, he he went to where there were better athletes. So he gets the hell out of Rayfield. He's quite aged. Oh, <laughs> like a fine wine. Gosh, how did not that be bigger? I'll know who they're going to be. I'm I'm all. He's the best. You broke up a little bit. There. Yeah. Don't me tear. Yeah. That he, he he's the best. I, yeah. I real I, I realized that I had the audacity to try to open up another tab. <laughs> oh man. Oh Unbelievable. man. Dear, before we got to go up for our. Oh no. Yeah, going on? yeah. Man, that internet. Gee. Yeah. That's terrible. Uh, it should hopefully be better now. Yeah, upgrade to the high speed. He's back. Yeah. I, I, I said it. I had the audacity to try to open up another tab, and that just, oh, mm. no. Can't do yeah. that. No. Don't be doing all that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. You all want to read a few texts? Yeah. Well, let's get to that text on 502-414-1450 is how you get into the show. You send the text, we read them. That's how it works, plain and simple. Even for dumb questions like, have you guys ever butt chugged a beverage? And um, Scoozer? Yes? No? Maybe so? Uh, safe assumption, I could say no on that. I was going to say, if there was only I, one person here, I would I would guess that the Scoots Magoots might have done it at one totally. point in time. Yeah, yeah. totally. What just, the hell does that even mean? East, I don't know. It's a boring East, night in Pekins, yeah, you know? Yeah, shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, in all fairness, I didn't drink when I was at Pekin. Yeah, because you were sticking it up your butt. No, because I was a child. Didn't didn't drink yet. Oh yeah, you were just a good kid who never did any did any illegal things in high school. Just, I was. Ask all my friends. I was. I never did anything wrong in high school. It wasn't until college till I till I let my hair down a little bit. Oh, so skipping cross country practice to play Thompson what? hockey under the bleachers was approved. I, I guess. I guess that's like that's the extent of my mischievousness. Um, no, I, I didn't. I didn't think any of us would have ever butt chugged a butt chugged a beverage before. Um, but I also agree, Roush. If if we had to like, if we had to pick somebody, I would have guessed maybe it would have been it would have been Justin. But uh, don't understand the appeal of that. Yeah, or really, yeah. the point of the party where you'd be like, let's do it. Well, because then once you do that, the funnel is ruined. 
Oh, like, yeah. You have to think practically. Like if you're going to be using, yeah, like come on. Which by the way, those those funnels, they saw some time. Like I, I just, I think about like the, the COVID stuff now and germs and man, we really didn't give a damn about germs in college. We never wow. have in our lives. No, wow. I mean, we've grown up. You haven't. You're still living like a That's true. college yeah. child. but a like filthy animal. Yeah. But like in college, just like thinking about like waking up and walking across sticky floors in my house. And that was just normal. Oh, just normal. Yeah. Yeah. You're bringing back some memories. Our, our first college spring break, I think we went to, I don't know if we went, did we go to Panama? We may have gone to Panama. I don't know. But, um, we had a beer bong. It was one of those like octopus ones that had eight little things on it. That that was so unnecessary too. Well, but the thing is, it, it totally was. And if you didn't have like eight people to do it, it kind of stunk because you could, the one we had right. at least, you couldn't like shut off the other valves for it. And you had to pour in like about eight beers to, it was a huge, you know, it was a huge thing. Yeah, but not it, very it was, practical. But it was just a good thing. Like I, we, we only probably used it a couple times, but it was just a good thing to have around because like other groups of people would be like, oh, can we can we try that? But then just thinking about like all and it was good. It was like a good like icebreaker conversation thing for other groups. Most, you know, more importantly, girls to like come and right. talk with us awkward stupid guys and uh but yeah just thinking about like how many different mouths in the span of days would be on that thing mm-hmm. without nothing it ever like, being washed or cleaned nothing like getting drunk at the same time hey well yeah there's there there is uh there is some fun and and the camaraderie of everybody drinking at the same time together just roush you're right to think back of of the germs of yeah. how disgusting a lot of those things were hey yeah, but we're yeah. still here we made it woohoo Shout out immune system. Uh-huh. Vitamin C. Yep. Yep. Uh, Texter says, I'm the type to play games with my brain where I specifically set two alarms about an hour and a half, two hours apart. Makes me feel like I'm getting more sleep having two alarms versus just having one. I actually know people that, like, I, I've heard of this phenomenon before, but I would just say that I, I prefer my, like, I would just rather get up to pee and then look at the clock and see that I've got two more hours rather than make myself actually wake up and then force yeah, that, myself that, to go back to sleep. Cause you can end up like TJ and then not be able to go back to sleep right away. Oh, by the way, I got up at five twenty this morning, didn't fall back asleep. And I'm all right with that. Cause Roush, I was excited. It was Friday. I've got the draft to look forward to. I woke There's up early of- too, man. We are just fired up except for scooter. Who's leaving us. You jerk. I woke up early as well. Yeah, Scooter, but you're leaving us early, you big jerk. Scooter, you am. want to tell everybody why you're I leaving am. early? Because uh, I goofed up on my tea time. I, yeah. For whatever reason, I was only thinking about my game tonight and getting back early enough for it and didn't put the show into perspective. So I have to leave at 8 because I'm going to golf at Christmas Lake, that, which that is an is, hour and a half away. That is the worst excuse it is. ever. Absolutely. Ever. 100%. You'd be 100%. just better off saying like, "Hey, this is when I'm golfing. That's 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 the dealio. This is yeah. when I wanted to golf. I didn't want to be here for the second hour." Yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I truly, I goofed up. I I've admitted this to a, a number of my friends. It's like I forgot that I had commitments in the morning. You know what I mean? It's like I I just had the mindset that I'm off on Friday. I got the game Friday night, and I was like, "Oh, let me just book this tea time." And it's then I realized I was like, "What am I doing? I have I have a job from seven to nine on Friday mornings." Like. What an idiot! <laughs> what an, I mean, what an idiot! I, I just I, I don't I don't know what I was doing. 
Oh, hour number two of Kentucky oh, Roll Call coming up next. Just it's going to be a lot of fun. Suck it, Scooter. Hit them straight. Have a great weekend, buddy. We'll see you all on the other side, Justin. We'll see you on Monday. And listen to Justin tonight on the call, Floyd Central versus Manuel on Big X Sports Radio. And you can hear uh, at some point, are you going to throw in a Scooter Dingus for us? Are you yeah, at least plug our show, damn it? Like, come on. I think, I think he already left. Uh, he's yeah. already out on the he's already out on the road to San. I Park. will plug the show and not do a scooter dingus. Do a scooter <laughs> dingus for all time. If you won't, Dugan will. All right, everybody, we'll be back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call coming roll up next. Call. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Douglas, the producer, for hour number two. We are appreciative of... Douglas filling in like a closer, ninth inning, coming out, taking care of business, doing what he needs to do. Always appreciative of having him help us out. He's part of the Big Exports Radio team. And you're listening to Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. We go 7 to 9, Monday through Friday. Replay of the show, set, or 9 to 11. But if you can't listen between those hours or you don't like the TuneIn Radio app where you can stream the show or BigExportsRadio.com, wherever you used to stream the show, then you can always just listen on podcasts anytime, anywhere, any place. Just download Kentucky Roll Call wherever you get your podcasts. And we would be, uh, we're appreciative for reviews, ratings, all that fun stuff. We also are appreciative of people that check out our sponsors. And you'll be appreciative of yourself if you get some Salsaritas catering for whatever you have planned this weekend. It doesn't matter if it's six people. It doesn't matter if it's eight people. Be the hostess with the mostest, with the bestest chips. Mm, in the whole wide world. Yeah, yeah. I ran, out, ran out of steam with the rhyming there. But they make catering easy. You can do it all on the app. Just download it on your phone, the Salsaritas app. You can do it. It's easy. But if you don't want to do it on the app or you have some questions or maybe you're thinking this is going to be a huge party, I don't know if they can accommodate it, they can. They can. No, no, no party is too small. None is too big for Salsaritas. Give a call, 502-356-9468. If you're a dork and you don't have anything planned for this weekend, then just go there for lunch or dinner. And, heck, bring a friend, and you can get a $10 reward for yourself. They will get a free entree if you refer them on the Salsaritas app. They've got two locations in Louisville, Middletown. They've got a drive-thru. St. Matthews, they don't, but they have a newly renovated interior a huge covered patio outdoor area with fans roush which is a big which is a big plus because it can get hot but they've got fans keep the air moving make it feel real nice out on the covered patio check out salsaritas they are deliciously different uh this is the point of the show where i haven't thought about food at all and then we start talking about salsaritas and here i am stomach growls it's i'm like pavlov's dog over here Really? It really is bad. You, you know, it's like we wake up with these good intentions to 
to eat well, we'll eat at noon, you'll break up our day. And then we start, I just thinking of like a super cheesy quesadilla from Salsarita. So you can get a taco salad or a oh, burrito yeah. bowl. And I do from time to time. But, but like that, you sometimes yeah. you just gotta get the you gotta the, get the goods. The more cheese the better, you know? Right, exactly. So um uh, man. I'm the same way. Now mm. I just want to eat and eat food and eat salsaritas. All right. Text on into the show. 502-414-1450. 502-414-1450. Roush, it seems like Kentucky's going to get Shaden Sharp and sooner rather than later. Yes, my it, it's it was funny. I think you mentioned it you mentioned it one day this week when we were talking about recruiting. It's like, well, we thought this was going to happen sometime soon, and then we haven't heard anything. Well, then my ex-boss, uh, he he didn't let us write it down, but we can talk about it. We're not supposed to write it down, but we can talk about it. Um, we actually, like, he was being serious about that too. We we like that could have easily been a post on the website, but he was like, "Nope, not happening." Uh, he says Shaden Sharp will be a cat by September fifth, aka in the next ten days. So, interesting. That's right around it- the corner. And, and for what it's worth, Travis Graft of Cats Illustrated was also saying similar. Uh, I don't know if he put, I don't know if he put the September fifth deadline on it, but he did say in the next like two weeks, if you will. The reason it's interesting, everybody thinks Sharp's going to Kentucky. Uh, who was it? Was it Borzello that said the lock of all locks? Yes. All right. So there's got to be some connection that some people know about that like just makes this thing a hundred percent rock solid. But the, the kid is currently on a visit to Arizona, which like Arizona, it's not quite Arizona State, but it's not right. too shabby. Like a kid can fall in love with Arizona at the age of 17. I mean, I like ev- everybody can fall in love on a trip to Arizona. Like, yeah. Or- <laughs> I don't I mean, Arizona and Arizona State, they're, they have oh. developed quite the reputation. The way I don't know, maybe I'm over it. The way you kind of like phrased that was as if you were hinting at something. I was like, "Did you propose to Brooke in Arizona or something?" Am I missing? Am I missing? Yeah, something? or you could have maybe like thought it was a bag dropping reference to Sean Miller. Yeah. So there actually were a couple different ways to go there. Yeah, so my sorry. apologies. No, no, no yeah. worries. But we're on the same page. It, it's like a, it would be. I get it. I think I'm. I'm just. I'm going off what everybody else is saying. Sure, Kentucky's the leader. We're feeling great about this. I'm totally expecting this kid to go to Kentucky, and if he doesn't, I'm going to be probably slightly, like a little slightly irrationally upset with uh, with that if it ends up being elsewhere. But he's visiting Arizona this weekend, and then next weekend he's visiting Oklahoma State, which, again, if you wanted – if you want to go play at Oklahoma State, that's that's whatever. I don't think he has any relatives on the staff, so I think Kentucky's chances would be better in that regard than Cade Cunningham's. But he, he does – the point is he's got two other official visits, Roush, before that September 5th deadline. So all I'm saying is I, I, I want him. This kid is awesome. He's the number one player. Like how, how often over the last few years? Well, he's not getting the number one guy anymore. And it was, <laughs> you know, it was true. Yeah. It uh, was true. This is the number one player, Nick Roush. And everybody is just saying, not if he picks Kentucky, but now we're literally saying when. Yeah. I mean, there's a date on it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, man, that would be significant. That would be huge. And I know Kentucky, they're hosting a visitor this weekend as well. Uh, Kaysom Wallace is beginning his official visit today. So, 
I just, I'm not going to lie, Terry, I forgot that things do kick back up in recruiting after a little bit of a dead period, but uh, sounds like it's going to be going to be fun here in the next few weeks or so. Yeah, my dumb brain's like, why are all these people taking visits when schools, like where there's not even kids on campus, but there are kids on campus. People yep. are, uh, most places are back and Sharp plays his, his uh, high school ball in Arizona, unless Rivals is wrong about that, but so yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying I'm totally worried about Arizona, and off the top of my head, I don't know if I can name their coach right oh, at this very moment. Was it the um, – man, the Gonzaga assistant? Is that right? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I have no idea what his name is. I You could put him in a lineup, and I would just get – like, I think he's kind of a dumpy – Tommy Tommy Lloyd. Is he kind of a dumpy-looking guy? Yes. Okay. Well, then, yeah, that's that's – that would have been my guess. Not really sure what that means, but I I figured I'd just say you know, kind of frumpy. You know, he's got chubby cheeks. Yes, I'm calling uh, him he, fat. He he was a an assistant for two decades there or at Gonzaga. Oh, just <laughs> poised to finally take that next step. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not worried about him playing for Tommy Lloyd, and I, <laughs> I, I don't know why you'd want to go play at Oklahoma State, but unless your brother was on the staff. But so I do hope that it's Kentucky, but you know, it seems like there is at least a little, a little meat on the track before you get to the finish line. Yeah. I, uh, I was watching, uh, not, I wasn't actually watching anything, but I saw, uh, I saw the, when I think of Arizona basketball now, I think of Nico Mannion because he just, is the reddest redhead in the history of redheads. He turned down. I mean, he was like kind of a fringe G league. He was one of those guys that was bouncing around between G league and the warriors roster. And he just said, screw it. I'm going to play for virtuous Bologna. Uh, his oh. dad played in the Italian league forever. I think he technically is an Italian citizen. So he doesn't even qualify as one of their Americans. And that team won the Euro cup. So good for Nico mania. That, that's your Nico Mannion update. Where in the world is Nico? Oh, that, that guy that Aaron Torres loved so much a few years back. He's back in Italy making some bank. That's interesting that he's doing that. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of following the money. And you know what? It, pro- it, it might suit his game a little bit better. You know, What's that? Uh, the, the Italian style of basketball. Just might. Sure. I don't know. Well, he seems what's like the, a. What's the Italian style of basketball? You know, Euro League. Even though they they mentioned that the Olympics were much more physical, I feel like it really suits the mid range game and being just like crafty over over athleticism, and that's Manion's kind of game. So, boom. Do the old pepperoni crossover. Hey, and then uh, drain the meatball. Oh, but why why are we talking about Nico Mannion? Uh, when I think of Arizona basketball, that's what now what I associate it with. Suck it all Jason Kidd, all you jerks. Stanley Johnson? Yeah. What is that guy doing? I think he's still in the NBA. He got drafted way too high. I was way pretty bummed high. when he didn't when he didn't go to Kentucky, to be honest with you. Um and I think he, he had, I'm pretty sure he had a pretty nice career at Arizona. I think he was one and done, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, I, that, he he was he was a fun interview too. 
Um, all right, let's get to this text line. 502-414-1450. We got plenty else to talk about, but let's let's do Wing a little zero. Oh, I got we gotta get some picks out there. They're not PT's picks, but we can get warmed up. Let's uh yeah, let's do a little palate cleanser on the text line. That's a good point. We do we we, we do need to get our picks out for this weekend. Uh, 502-414-1450 is the text line. Roll call, says one texter. Come December 4th when we are flocking to the bins to watch our cats dismantle a sorry SEC West team and punch our ticket to the college football playoffs. I will give you a night in Atlanta to remember. Unlike the dingus, I'll get you more than one free beer. Don't worry. I won't take you to the tourist trap that is the varsity. 2021 SEC champs, baby. Book it. Love it. I'm all Love in on it. that. Yeah, oh, I, man, I, that that sounds good. I guess this is an Atlanta listener, Roush, and yeah. saying that we're going to get some some free brewskis when the Cats are in Atlanta. It will happen one day in our lifetime, Roush. We will get to see UK play for an SEC football championship, and it will be glorious when we do, and Kentucky fans will take over that stadium when oh, that man. day comes. That is going to be just banana land. It's gonna be it's gonna be an absolute hoot, and and will Kentucky win? Who knows? The SEC West has been the the better division for now over a decade, but but miracles will happen. <laughs> love it, love it. Uh, Texture says, "So you're telling me players don't want to play for a Memphis program who hasn't made the tournament since 2014 in a mediocre conference, and they only go there because of lucrative but against the rules money deals." I am shocked this is the reason people actually want to play for Penny and not because of his pedigree. Man, there was a, a big stink at corporate yesterday. I don't know what resolution happened, but oh, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, in the uh, in the original article that Joe Tipton wrote about how Penny was able to get Duran and Bates to Memphis, he said that part of the recruiting pitch was a nil deal, and that's against ncaa like that's like the one rule that they have now here's the thing every school is going to break that but you can't break it and then have a reporter share it within like the first year or the first two months of this being a rule so naturally some sports business reporters got a hold of it and then tipped and like took it down and so i don't i don't know what ended up coming of it but a lot of people were uh were dunking on uh on our bosses yesterday <laughs> it was a rough day it was a rough day for on three the way that i had saw it was it was just like that part was taken out without any sort of statement so like i, I guess i'm guessing people in memphis got furious about it it was just taken out and you know like acted like it was never there but obviously it was there mm-hmm. and that's like gosh the the journalists really have done like a 180 on their stances and following or breaking the rules, which is always pretty fascinating to see. I understand that a lot of places are going to do it, but if Memphis was dumb enough to literally put FedEx in the recruiting videos, then they deserve to get in trouble. doesn't mean they're getting a postseason ban or those guys aren't eligible to play or, or anything like that, but they, they should at least have to be the annoyance that is probation of extra paperwork or something along those lines. Like you can't just, if they're going to make these stupid rules, which I understand, you know, you don't want it to be pay for play because that's what a lot of the small schools ask for. And that's understandable. So let's follow the request and wink, wink, not do it pay for play. Don't be so dumb Memphis. And if you're going to be so dumb, then you should get a little slap on the wrist if nothing else. But I, uh, 
I, I just like how openly they are about cheating. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's one of those things that they don't care. Like I, I totally get it. I would do the same thing if I were them. I like, would put it in a video. I, that's just like behind was, closed doors. Like, hey, you know, FedEx is going to take care of you. That they're they've basically said any star basketball player is going to get a sick deal here. Yeah, just tell. Yeah. Them. And then, you know, maybe don't tell reporters that, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And also, like, hey, and, you know, this is off the right. If somebody asks you what you liked about Memphis, don't mention the fact that we told you FedEx is going to give you over a million bucks. Can you, like, leave, like, that's going to happen, but can you leave that part out to the reporters? Just say you you like the facilities and you like uh, our, our chemistry. Yeah. And you could even mention the potential for nil deals, but don't mention that, like, yeah. hey. Seriously. <laughs> there's a fedex so box i mean hell how much did trouble to kentucky get in for a package from a similar company like come on yeah no kidding i uh again so they're not mutually exclusive like no it is not a huge deal but also like memphis you doofuses hide it a little bit better than that but it certainly seemed like every media every national media member was quick to be like are we really gonna get worked up about it no nobody's getting worked up about it goober well, we just, and also we're, we're making we're having a good time with it if they actually did get in trouble over this what would it take 12 years before anybody actually got in trouble for it yeah it'd be a money bates kid who who would have to suffer the consequences <laughs> oh man texture says totally understand the handshake socially distance confusion i had a very awkward encounter with a fellow who was also fully vassal last week. We went in for the fist bump, and I went in for the handshake, ended up grabbing his fist in the last second like I was catching a baseball. Oh, oh that's a classic uh, turkey, you know? Yeah, yeah. and if you, you, you can always play them off all right if you, like, are kind of fun about it. Like, if you grabbed his fist and you're like, well, we messed that one up, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it takes away, it diffuses the awkwardness. The awkwardness is like a balloon, and it deflates out of it in that situation. But the worst are just like when you don't almost acknowledge it and you're just like staring into each other's eyes as you're like holding his fist <laughs> and moving it up and down as if it was some sort of uh, doorknob that slid. I, I, uh, but when you take in the hugs, it's a whole nother dynamic. I, I, I guess when you were shaking this fella's hand, Texter, you knew that a hug wasn't on the table. The worst is kind of with, 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 when the hug is like whether it's a family member or a close friend and you're not a hundred percent sure about where things stand so then you have the nucks then you have the handshake and the hug it's chaos complete and total chaos yeah and the one thing that i i, I was a little worried about that at the wedding we went to over the weekend but like the, you know there there wasn't a whole lot of like that wasn't a problem at all the what was really a problem is when we got to square dancing and that that was really our only uh potential uh you know super duper we're all touching up on strangers kind of COVID time you know did you continue to square dance oh hell yeah square dance i get i square dance like once a year and it's always at one of these weddings and the first one i'm always terrible at because i forget like oh crap this is how it works and then the second one crushed it we rolled out the barrel it was a great time uh sounds like a real hoot man yeah rolling out the barrel is a lot of fun the farmer's daughter's fun too because sometimes you have to like pick a guy up and turn him upside down G good hijinks i don't i don't really know what rolling out the barrel means it's uh it, it, you essentially lock arms and everybody you go underneath another couple's arms 
and everybody has to twist around. So it just looks really cool. Hmm. And then you roll the barrel. Yeah, it's it's great song. Listen to it sometime. Texter says roll call. Second text of the day. Definitely still watching The Walking Dead. Yes, it's a trash show, but being a lifelong Kentucky fan has instilled in me a deep sense of loyalty. <laughs> It's the last season, so I feel like I have to finish it out. I will probably dislike every second of it. However, I'm also one of the few that will proudly say I like the final season of Game of Thrones. So who knows? Maybe The Walking Dead will turn it around. Hey, I I, I was perfectly fine with the final season of Game of Thrones. It definitely was not my favorite season, but I was entertained throughout of it. So, throughout it, so you you have me along with you in that boat texter and i was gonna i was the same way with the walking dead i was just like loyally watching it despite it being a garbage show but then i got behind on a few episodes and then i was like you know what what if i just don't what if i just don't catch up on it and i think there's like a few times where there'd be amc previews for it and i was like oh that's kind of interesting and i said you know what this is gonna go on forever and that seemed like that was literally six years ago and i'm not exaggerating so the fact that it's still going on means i probably made the right decision but good on you buddy and you please can you just like text in a weekly walking dead update just on like you know i think they're on sundays just text in monday morning like hey here's what happened it won't mean anything to us we'll have no idea but it'll just be fun to be able to read on air. So keep that in mind. Think about it. Definitely don't do it if you don't want to, though. Uh, I do like that. He's like, I was one of the guys that liked the final season of Game of Thrones. Really, how it ended should not have surprised me because that's kind of like the turn that things take, you know, on Game of Thrones. Like you got a satisfying, a pretty satisfying uh fight with the white walkers and then you got an unsatisfying ending with daenerys storyline like you can't be completely satisfied everywhere you know they're going to change things up on you and surprise you in certain ways we just needed more episodes that's all it was just let the story build a little bit more yeah, get some more suspense you know have more episodes no need to cut corners i think we had plenty of suspense but that it was it felt a little cheap because it was just so rushed that that's yeah but, right just yeah. more episodes more episodes, more time. They and you had all the resources in the world. Uh, you had the Starbucks cup. It got a little sloppy, uh, but they, it was rushed. It was rushed. They didn't have enough mm -hmm. time. They needed more. They needed a time transplant. They didn't get it. All right, let's uh, go to a break. We'll come back. We'll keep with the text line. But Roush, we've got a few other things to talk about as well. Yeah, week zero is upon us, and uh, there was some other kind of noteworthy moments from yesterday that we should get to as well. How many games do you want to pick? Because I, you know, we can't do. We, we can only do two. We'll just pick two. Let's pick two. The I think two that's, big ones: the yeah. the the UCLA and the uh, uh, Nebraska game. I, I promise you, no radio listener has ever been like, "Man, I wish that podcast radio show picked more football betting games." You know, like you get to a certain number, it's too many. People forget. So two is a good number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And most of the other ones are going to be blowouts anyway. So, yeah. All right. We'll come back. We'll do that. More text to, to wrap up your week. It's Friday. Get pumped up. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Don't worry, I got an idea. 
An idea so smart my head would explode if I even began to know what I was talking about. Rappers stepping to me, they want to get some. But I'm the cane, so yo, you know the outcome. Another victory, they can't get with me. So pick a PC day, cause you're a history. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Cow. Guess what, Roush, you guessed it. It's going to be miserably hot today. Oh, man. Man, hit up the Bobby Cook, be Hit up the Bobby hot. Cook Golf Academy. There you can golf and not have to worry about being sweaty, gross, disgusting. All of it. And you know what's, what's great, too, Terry, is that my golf clubs are finally on the way. Because I got sick and tired of waiting. I messaged the person. I was like, what? what's going on here? And it's like, Oh, well, they're waiting on seven and eight iron heads. And I'm like, well then just send them to me and I'll deal with that later. Like, just let me play. Need to get used to these things. I can go without a seven and eight iron for a little while. Yeah. So what, what was the resolution? They're just, they're sending me the, that, and then they'll send the two other irons whenever they're ready. It was like the ETA is one week on those. I was like, I don't trust it. It's probably more like one month. So just send me the rest of the clubs and I'll, I'll deal with the seven and eight iron later. But uh, in the meantime, I can at least go to the Bobby Cook Golf Academy, get used to the added length, uh, get some swings in, get a nice little little repetition down, make sure that I'm hitting them straight. Those simulators do a great job of of calculating the trajectory and also just how far you're hitting it too. So uh, that's what I'll be doing as soon as those bad boys get here. Yeah, that's uh, if, if you're if you're relatively new to Kentucky Roll Call or you don't know what Roush is referring to, he has been waiting on golf clubs for uh, quite literally what? Or, order five them. Months? It was it was the entire summer. So like Brooke was in school. It was like the week after Derby. I ordered these clubs. She's back in school for almost two weeks and still not here. An entire Ab- summer. A- absolutely crazy. We thought that he may get them before we did our own little KRC scramble that we did in the spring. Not even close. Or not in the spring, but the early, the beginning of the summer. And uh, not even close. Still still doesn't have them, which are they really going to help, I, I think, is what a lot of people are asking. No, 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 of course not. <laughs> no. They'll, they'll help, and you'll be able to figure it all out at the Bobby Cook golf academy over off exit four in southern indiana he does lessons virtual golf or or just hit the range before if you are playing around but you don't want to practice in the nasty heat then go to the bobby cook golf academy for 30 minutes 45 minutes hit a few and then and then make your way out Uh, go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com to learn more all right roush where do you want to go here um I'm going to tease you please you with there's an announcement today at noon that I think folks are going to enjoy um especially ksr readers so just keep your ears peeled uh i would also oh, all right you can't do that what is it no that's the point the, it's an announcement so no. just wait around till but, noon why don't you get you well you're gonna you're gonna have to give us more more tips more an announcement at at noon but regarding what regarding uh kentucky basketball that we like yeah is Maybe you com- might get some exclusive content. So yeah, just something something to keep an eye on. Is it a commitment? No, it's not a commitment. Reed, I'll say Reed that. Shepherd to Kentucky at noon on KSR. <laughs> so it's basketball related. Oh, oh, so you all are clearly doing something with this little players thing, right? 
I don't know. You'll, you, you'll yeah, find out more at noon. Somebody, somebody said that your ex-boss was like mentioning it too. And you did, you also had a little smirk in your eye when you were talking, when we were talking about that being canceled. So you did all I? are doing something. Are you all doing it like the KS bar parking lot or something? What, there's no basketball goals in the KS bar parking lot. How could that be possible? We aren't, Oh, we, we aren't Louisville just going to drag a court out to Churchill Downs paddock, which, by the way, that is going to be a sight to behold whenever they do Louisville live at Churchill Downs. You it's, were talking that, about some no. people watching. It, that, that's going to be really cool. We didn't bring that up. I, I, I hate that that's cool, but one thing I think that was a miss is they're doing it on the night that they're doing racing. I think, yeah, that's, exactly. I think that's a mistake. Just do it I mean, on like do it on a non-racing night and then just fill up the paddock. People would want to go to Churchill Downs. Well, because the problem is, is they're going to have to pause while the horses are in the paddock. Yeah, like, I know. That's what... Like, and, and that's like a good 10, 15 minutes. So I don't know exactly how it's going to work. I saw where they, they've blocked off the basketball time for like an hour or an hour and a half. But that's still three races or so. And it's it's a killer card too like i might go just for the races that night kentucky plays a poop state team i might go just because the the stakes races are awesome i think there's like six or seven so yeah that's going to be just such a weird mashup no offense to to louisville and maybe this is their thinking but like it comes off as they were worried they weren't going to be able to fill it up themselves so let's kind of double package it double trouble it with some night racing and there's going to be some people there that are like wait what's going on who why, why is it what no this is no, I, I don't know. I don't know if I like that. But it's it's the uh, the the pictures that are going to come from that are going to be really awesome. As much yeah, as we that's may true. Because like they're going to have like the it. red whites by the yeah. twin spires. Like it's going to be cool. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's going to be a cool event. I just I think I'd want it devoted to that and not like, hey, we're going to be racing all night and also we'll do the this little basketball thing for an hour and then you all can get back to your racing. But it's it's gonna it's gonna make for a cool event. That's a cool place to do it. So it sounds like you all are going to be doing something cool too. And you can find out at noon on three.com slash KSR. Yeah. I don't even know if that is the exact URL, but sure. Whatever. Let's see. Oh, now uh, my connection is going to go out. Oh no. Yeah. Let's not even risk it. But yeah, yeah Kentucky sports radio.com works. Uh, can we, can we talk about these week zero games before we wrap it up the text line? Yeah. Okay. Well, first things first. Just a few th- notes on the random games. UConn is playing their first game as an independent, and SP Plus actually has them covering its Fresno State. Fresno State, good, good football team. Like they, 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 ha- they score a lot of points. So that's actually, uh, you know, could be a fun little blowout before UCLA. Like you, you can switch back and forth before UCLA takes on Hawaii and uh, Nebraska, Illinois. Though they're the ones that kick things off at 1 p.m. noon Central Time. Uh, Nebraska actually lost to Illinois last year. It was one of only Illinois' two wins. And really, Scott Frost, this is like a a win or buddy. You can't afford any other missteps all year long. Uh, one thing I would add, too, Illinois, they have more super seniors than any other team in all of college football. So something to keep in mind. Uh, Terry, do you have a hunch one way or another on this Nebraska-Illinois game? Not anything I feel overly confident about, but I like Illinois. They're going to have a lot of momentum. It's uh, it's at home. It's at home. I, I I'm taking them in the points. I don't think I have the the stones to do the money line, but yeah, I can get it for a touchdown. I could I could see I could I definitely see it being a close game going down to the wire. People just forget that Frost is kind of a fraud. 
No, he definitely is. There's no doubt about that. Um, man, he's Scott Fraud is the worst. It the the over under is at fifty four and a half. So they're expecting this to be a good old fashioned Big Ten slobber knocker, and I can kind of. I could see the under going that way, even though they that last year I think the teams combined for like sixty something points. Like this, neither they both have three years starting quarterbacks, but neither team feels like an offensive juggernaut by any means. So I think uh, I think the under might be the go here. I, um, I don't know if I'd say fifty five points is in the slobber knocker territory. I guess yeah, you know, you're getting like a twenty seven twenty four game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So you could, you could, yeah. 20, 28 to 29 would get you right on the over, right? Make you feeling, make you feeling nice. I, I got it at 55 and a half of what I'm looking at on my current screen, but gotcha. um, no, I, you know, big 10 games, I think like over unders being like 40 and a half. So, <laughs> true. True. Yeah, so, so I think the under, the under, the under feels good for a sloppy week zero game. I, I can't, I can't imagine this being actually good football to watch, but you bet your sweet buns I'm going to watch it, Terry. That's a good point, and yeah, I I can't wait. Just to just gonna feel right having it back on the television. So I'm I'm right there with you. What other game would you like to pick from Week Zero? We have UCLA taking on the Rainbow Warriors of Hawaii. UCLA was the youngest team in college football in 2019. They now have 11 se- uh, upperclassmen returning starters on defense. Uh, this line. Opened at 11 points for UCLA, now up to 17 and a half, 18 in some places. So yeah, I've got it you, at 18 of where I'm looking. I, I'm just too many points. I'd take Hawaii again. Know nothing about Hawaii. Just a lot of points for the for the start of the college season. Especially pandemic has still played a factor to some degree. Just seems like a lot. Probably would be a sloppy game. I'll take I'll take the points. Too many. Man, there's part of me that says that DTR, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, he's entering his third year starter. Part of me is like, man, by now, him and Chip Kelly, they're going to have it figured out. They're going to be rocking and rolling. But I also have a Rainbow Warriors hat right next to me, so I can't I can't be not cheering against them. So I think I'm going to cheer for the points and go over 68 and a half. Ooh, so okay. play, playing some totals, I think, to, to start out uh, week zero. Yeah, it's... Uh... That could, that could be a nice just three thirty Saturday to start just start your weekend or start your Saturday night off right by just rooting for point after point touchdown after touchdown. Yeah, sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is a a nightcap too that I don't even know if you can watch it anywhere. UTEP New Mexico State. If you can find it though, Kentucky plays New Mexico State. So there you go. You can get the the B line and f- figure out scout the opponent twelve weeks in advance. All right, let's get back to this text line. It's good to just have a, a little juice in the game with some of these bets mm-hmm. and uh, hope I win. Week zero, yep. though, we're not going to count these against the record or anything. No, we'll, no. We'll wait, we'll wait till week one before we do that. All right, I'm going to sneeze. Why don't you read the next text? Okay. Texter says, Roush, when you went to Punta Cana, how did you get from to sh- How did you do the shuttle from airport to resort? That's the only thing we lacked before Sunday. That was so, you know, my dad's a travel agent and he got that all figured out for us. I'm pretty sure it was through the resort. Um, I've never taken a cab around there, those parts, except for to go to like downtown areas or something. Never done it to and from the airport. I can't imagine it would be bad, but the shuttle system is the way to go. Maybe contact your resort and see if they have a reliable shuttle that they, uh, 
count on and maybe just go through them. Uh, that would be my suggestion. Um, another texter says, I think it's time for another edition of Trevor tries it. The milk crate challenge, man. I, I don't see what could go wrong. <laughs> Trevor almost broke his back just while standing on the ground. I mean, he, phew. well, I, hey, I don't think he would hey, make it two he, steps. He was kicking a ball. Okay. Okay. You're right. He was kicking a ball. So we at least have that, but man, that, uh, the milk, those, those I've, I've been, you know, me, I've been very hesitant to get on TikTok between Will Levis and Bill crate challenge. I might have to, because those videos are so funny. Trying to think of the last few times I've seen the big guy out in public, which isn't often. Nope. Like, you know, I've, we've obviously at the studio, you'd see him all the time, blah, blah, blah. We'd get some, I mean, I guess I'm not counting like the, the little lunches, but uh, one, he, we thought he may have broken his back or neck kicking a soccer ball. Yep. True. Two was the big X sports radio Dugan party. Yeah. And the first thing I said to him, I saw him, I said, Hey, it's good to see you, Trevor. And I went, did you know Renshaw's here? And he just like brushed by me. Like there was no tomorrow. And then I I guess I should say the last three times Trevor has been out in public for the most part. Because then you also can throw in the Uber experience. I don't know if you consider that in public because it was driveway. But I feel like Trevor, uh, some at his own expense, some at my expense. It's just always something when the big guy hits the road. Yeah, it's uh, you're going to get you're going to get some shenanigans and out, out of it either way. Yeah, I was. I've listened to the start of the Mike Rutherford show yesterday, and just nobody talking for a while. And well, Mike was talking, but like not throwing it to Trevor. Don't hear any. Don't hear any clearing of the throats or anything like that. Oh no! Big guy's out of town Did for the next few days. Oh. No, this was planned. This was planned. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought he might have overslept. This was a pl- <laughs> <laughs> You never. Yeah, you, know, you never know. Yeah, you, you never. You never know. Uh, thoughts on Jaron Williams losing the quarterback battle at USF. He should probably quit at this point, probably in his best interest. Oh, no, you should get your degree, Jaron. But, uh, you know, that's a guy who just, uh, always had too many other things going on. Yeah. And this, I hope no Kentucky fan is like, aha, see, that's what you get. You don't cross Kentucky because Mac turned out okay for Mac Jones. Yeah. Yeah. You know, these things can go differently. The Jaron Williams one different. The the committing, decommitting, committing, decommitting, committing to a place that I mean, that is a kind of a red flag, though. You know, like total, yeah. And, total. and I get, I get that. Like there is an extent of like, hey, kids decommit, kids transfer, but they're they're this is extreme, you know. Yeah, I um, I you know, you wish them the best, and just because you lost out on the starting job doesn't mean that you, people don't get hurt and you couldn't get an opportunity. And at the end of the day getting college for free to play a sport that all of us would love to do. Not the, not the worst thing in the world. So Texter says, Roush, do you think Cummings gets any playing time at tight end this year? Oh, that's going to happen. There's no doubt about it. Now I do think that there was, uh, there was a, you know, Vince Merrill wanted to make the point yesterday that yes, Isaiah is going to do things for us, but the guy at tight end is Justin Rigg. You know, we overlook him because he's been here so long, but he's Mr. Reliable. He slimmed down. And, you know, he he was saying, like, in the spring, it was a pretty close competition between him and Upshaw and Bates. 
I mean, obviously Upshaw is out now, but Rig has really asserted himself this fall as, as being the guy at tight end. So don't don't sleep on Justin Rig. Okay, no sleeping on him. Uh, it just it just seems like every position Roush, except for except for maybe quarterback, depending on how you feel about Will Levis, but. I just you feel I feel like you, you you feel solid about it and you feel solid about there being a little bit of depth as well. Yeah, you, you really do. Uh, I mean, that's a position that gets banged up quite a bit, but there are a lot of good options. And the one that I always question, too, was like, how much are you going to use Jordan Dingle? I mean, the dude does look the part like he, he can physically play. And, uh, you know, I, I think he will at times like uh, there's tight ends are going to be used a lot this year. Yeah, I uh, I hope so. I, and listen, there's a few players that you just can't, you know, you can't lose Chris Rodriguez. You can't lose Wandale Robinson. You can't lose Josh Ali. And maybe you don't feel warm and fuzzy inside about the, the depth position at the wide receiver, but you don't, we're not, we're not panicking at this point. Uh, you, you feel good enough about the weapons on offense where you don't think it's going to be an issue, but pretty much everywhere else, it's, uh, it's, it seems like it's as deep as, it's ever been or at least the the starters you feel as confident as you have in terms of being able to go out there and, and produce and and make big plays in important situations so uh, if i need to say it again i will i'm very excited about this football season mm-hmm. texture says nothing hits harder than a thursday at work knowing you were off on friday you son of a i think that was sitting yesterday too. that was I, and that's who's your dingus is doing god you stinking dingus. Texas, I think we should run an Oklahoma drill at gate three for the Mizzou game. Up first, TJ and Roush. Blow man wins. That, that's also not like Oklahoma drill. Oklahoma drill requires blockers. That that would just be one on Oh, yeah, you are right. I, yeah. I I do always forget that. Man, Oklahoma drill really was just the absolute best. Oh, so much fun. Now, the one-on-ones, that sucked. Like, let's just run at each other, and one guy tries to tackle, and the other guy doesn't. Like, that. that was just... They didn't feel game like at all. It felt a little game like in terms of like one, you know, I played cornerback. Sometimes it would literally just be one on one situations about how am I getting this dude down who's trying to either run by me or over me. So right. there was, I think there was a little bit of practicality to it, but just gang tackling, holding on. But the Oklahoma drill. Ah, that was just a, yeah. that was such so a much fun. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, the worst one was when you would do the form tackling drill and then some some jerk would always just take it too far and like try to hit you hard. And it's like, dude, this is form tackling. We're not out oh, here. Gosh. Try, yeah, like get the hell out of here with this stuff. And and of course, a- they love to tackle me too because I have so much surface area. You know what I mean? Like if you can't hit me square, you know, in my abdomen, then you can't hit anybody there. Yeah, we did. We did this drill as running backs. I'm sure, and we did it as cornerbacks. I'm sure everybody probably did it. But yeah, the running back would just kind of run like five yards at like. 50% speed and mm-hmm. the whole point of it was to like practice safe tackling get so your head on the right side of the yeah. guy get yeah it, get it on the ball basically and also try to pop the ball out if Across you cross the body put your shoulder in their chest but gosh it was always the best players who would take that drill way too hard oh, where it's like so all right we're not trying to break anybody's neck so let's just like let's just do what the let's not be overly intense on it and it was annoying and I always hated it but Oklahoma drill, that's where it was at. The most annoying was a stupid pursuit drill. It's like, hey, guys, angles aren't that hard. Like, why do we got to do all this running? This is stupid. <laughs> Hated that drill. Uh, Texter says, ah, opening day at the Krogue means two things. Cat's victory and bringing home 30 souvenir cups. Oh, 
man, need some souvenir cups. Hey, is uh, Mitch Barnhart going to talk to the media today? <laughs> Come on. Funny joke, Terry. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what's funny in all that mask mandate talking stuff? I'm going to end up being like one of like 30 people in that stadium wearing a stupid mask. No, there'll be more than that. But, uh, but yeah, I'm like one of the few that is like, yep, you have to. <laughs> I, I, it's probably lucky for Kroger Field they don't have windows because then you, then they, what a pickle. Like, hey, people in suites, window open, no mask. Media, window open, you, st- you know, they'd still probably make you all mask. Yeah, probably. But then they would, ha- I mean, they would have to rearrange the rules again. And that's that's the thing that's annoying about Mitch is Mitch tries to please everybody and you, you get nowhere doing that. So you get all of these like, I mean, just like, dude, if you're going to have a spine about alcohol, you can't let your rich people drink it, too. Like, it just doesn't. I, I, oh, it's hilarious. Somewhere. Like, and, and, you know, I, I mentioned him just a few minutes ago. Mike Rutherford is just like he was completely I think it was yesterday or two days ago. He's just ripping like the fact that UK fans can't drink at games, but the rich people can. It should be mocked like this should be written about. It should be talked about more like they literally let people that pay X amount of dollars drink and act as silly and stupid as they want for free, mind you. But they don't want to take money from normal people to be able to potentially drink. So dumb. And they had the audacity to basically say, like, hey, yeah, they're just not responsible enough. <laughs> to proximity proximity to the field. Seriously, like what a what a load of uh, proximity to the field. And they actually thought they that that was like, hey, what should we, you know, it is kind of hypocritical. What should we say? Aha, they're too close to the players. <laughs> they're away. And then they had to be like, well, what about oh, Rupp? And they're like, okay, what we'll do at Rupp is they're not allowed to take their drinks to their seats. Wink, 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 wink. It's oh, wild, man. folks. I don't like you could you could never want to have a beer. You could be twenty years sober, and hats off to you. The solution to things isn't alcohol, but goodness gracious, it's so hypocritical. Like, so we just I know we can beat that dead horse quite a bit, but man, it just doesn't. It's the same thing with the lottery and gambling in our state. Like it's it's so hypocritical. It's so stupid. And the only difference is, is that the Kentucky General Assembly is a lot of people. This is just Mitch Barnhart. It's one person. It's just Mitch Barnhart. Yeah. Oh, gosh. John here. Good morning. Oh, Let's go. Hey, I'm ex- I'm trying to keep my excitement up, guys. Wish me luck. I'm starting grad school this week, seeking my master's degree in leadership. Wow. Good luck, John. I'm an old dog learning some new tricks. Okay. Moving along, my friends. I know you don't care, but I think Jake Paul oh will beat Tyrone Woodley this weekend. If he does, this will change your opinion about him as a fighter. No, not at all. John, uh, I would rather watch care. Rough and Rowdy, Pac-Man Jones fight than uh, Jake Paul. John, seriously, yeah, I, I don't on. care about Logan Paul boxing. Also, like seriously, you're you, you're wasting your money watching that versus Rough and Rowdy. Rough and Rowdy is objectively, and Rough and Rowdy is so much cheaper. And yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be like an insane fight tonight. It's a great card. I'm pumped. I, I like I'm I'm most excited for the draft, but being able to watch this has me pretty pretty pumped. I really is is there a way you can watch that like later? I would like to be able to watch because like I, yeah. I'm not gonna be able to watch it live. I, yeah, I hope I you can. I think it's like even free at some point. Okay, because I'd like to watch that even if it isn't live. Uh, could could I could be lying about that as well. Yeah. Also, there's a 48 hour like replay as well. So maybe if somebody buys it, I don't know if there's like a login situation, but maybe you can oh, just nice. get that and uh, you know keep Barstool out of their 15, 20 bucks oh, or yeah. whatever, however much it costs. 
Texter says, Jason Kidd didn't go to Arizona. He went to Cal. And then another person says, ha-ha, Roush, he went to California, not Arizona. I guess it's easy to get Pac-12 teams confused because none of them are particularly memorable. Who is a good point guard? Mike, Mike Bibby. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. I, I knew there was – I knew they had a good point guard that went to there. And they also had uh, – oh, um, the guy that played for the Spurs on their championship teams, that was their wing. Sean Elliott, he went to Arizona. He was good for them. Uh, and Richard Jefferson, he was an Arizona guy. It's Sotomayor. Yeah, there you go. Boom. Oh. Uh, Damon Friday, not Amari. Yeah. Uh, Texter says, we may not need more game picks for this sports radio show, but what we do need is Scott Aldridge from the Edward Jones commercial to read the results each week. I can't think of anyone to sound less excited about anything. <laughs> you know, that's just how he rolls. He's, he's a deadpan kind of guy. That's his uh, delivery. He's, he's no nonsense. And that's yeah. what he's trying to... That's what that's you want what from your financial advisor, a yeah. no-nonsense individual. Yeah, Scott Aldridge. So if you're thinking about... It's, it's the way it's... That's how professionals are. I think Keith may have texted that in. You could learn a thing or two, buddy. <laughs> oh, well, gents, I'm flying up to Minnesota to head to a lake for a few days with the oh. family. I feel like sacrificing week zero of college football is worth the sweet joy of week one. That's not a bad sacrifice, Mook, but, you know, you can still enjoy. Yeah, it's only two so- games. I mean, you could you could watch tomorrow Illinois and Nebraska. You yeah. could get away with that. And that could get you your, your fix. Man, I uh, Twitter's down right now. This is weird. I thought my internet was just being slow. Twitter's not working. So, wow, we may be uh, – we may this may be the beginning of the end, Terry. I, that would be awesome if Twitter just went away forever. <laughs> that would that would be incredible. Uh, yeah, but then, like, would we have to move to Facebook? Work it, working for, for me. People to send out information? It's working for me. Oh, wow. Are you on TweetDeck, though? uh well not at the moment on my phone oh yeah tweet tweet deck is down okay so maybe it's just online computer kind of deals Uh, by the way also that i bet that's awesome i bet minnesota i bet a lake at minnesota the weather's pretty nice but it gets kind of cool in the evenings lucky you mook have fun Mm. buddy enjoy it going north instead of south and oh gosh watch the first episode of american horror story you know, like I'm not, I'm not making fun of Walking Dead people for, for still hanging on. And American Horror Story is a new story and season each and every season, so it's like bad. you can always like cross your fingers and be like, well, maybe this story will be better than last ones. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I mean it's like kind of creepy and like fun. But they always should start out kind of creepy and fun. You just have too much of a budget not to make it kind of creepy and fun their issues are like by episode five it's just like garbage i mean nobody cares anymore it's dumb it's it's not very good but really kind of a sloppy first episode so really kind of made me worried about where we're going with this season that's uh it's about like aliens and vampires so should be a good time should be a good time and uh we hope you have a good time this weekend Mm -hmm. enjoy your fantasy draft terry Thank you, and good luck to everybody else that's going to be drafting. I got one the following Friday as well. So, uh, football's here, folks, and it officially Woo, we starts did it. this weekend. And then we next time you all hear us on radio, it's going to be a game week, and we will be previewing Kentucky's season opener. It will Man. finally be here, folks, the long-dreaded end of summer. We have made it. Everybody have a good weekend and be safe. We thank you for the text into the show. 
and we'll see you on Monday. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Douglas the producer, Justin, Hoosier Scooter Dingus. This is KRC on Big Exports Radio. Oh, I see. It's a different time,